Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with my brother Eric and boyfriend Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? And we're here for our 40, 41st episode. And mm. yeah. 41. Oh, yeah, man, we're getting up there. Bilingual. Um, we are going to be talking <laughs> about the black-eyed kids, also known as Bex. Yes, and let's go ahead and continue to refer to them as Bex, because <laughs> we've just discussed how awkward it yeah, kind of feels. It's, it, it's uh, you have to really enunciate <laughs> the and, I. Yeah. Um, so, anywho's, uh, let's get our usual out of the way. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and anywhere else you've been listening to. You can send in your stories to be read at Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail dot com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, both at Let's Chat Paranormal. And you can find us on September 18th at Victoria's Black Swan Inn from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. for the 2021 San Antonio Paranormal Fest. Yay. Oh, is that what it's called? I, I kept on saying Goth Girl Fest. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to just be waiting for you at the at the entrance. Like, no, 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 no. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Look, all I'm saying is if, you know, a black-eyed goth lady came up to my door she's coming she's welcome right in just oh i'm expecting gosh. for the weird portrait of my face to be given to <laughs> hand this off to him uh-huh. it's painted with my blood uh-huh. my and menstrual blood he- oh my god <laughs> <laughs> anyways oh my gosh they would like that meme you know what i'm not gonna go into that meme <laughs> anywho's um big goods what no um anywho's so let's get started I have a creepy update this week. How I about know y'all? You've been so, so excited wanna, about this. Do you want to be the last one? Because I think yours is like the okay. I'll be the last the biggest, one, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, I'll let yeah. you go first. I'm, mine's just. In, I don't got a creepy update oh, actually. Okay. No, creepy no, update. no, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I guess I'll I'll do mine. Uh, uh, I was in the the living room basically just chilling out how I always do, and uh, Sal has a tendency of waking up and like stomping like a caveman all the way over here, <laughs> but. The thing is, is I already had put him to bed in our bedroom. Oh, shit. So he was already in the bedroom. But it, it, he's done that before where he's uh-huh. woken up and came over here and he's like, been like, da-da. <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, come on, like, let's go to bed. And I'm like, okay. So I didn't hear the door, but I heard the stomping. So I was like, okay, the door must be open already. Right. So I didn't think too much of it. And uh, at the time, I was deep diving into... Um, some more of the uh, black-eyed kids <laughs> uh, videos just to kind of like keep a refresher up. Then I jumped into Revelations, uh, which for the shortest video was like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> um, you know, just weird stuff like that. I was jumping yeah. into like angels and whatnot. And uh, I heard him stomping like, doom, 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 doom. And I was like, oh, yeah. here he comes. But I didn't see him hit the, the threshold. So I was like, Okay. I was like, sometimes he likes to hide there to like, I get up and I could pick him up and take him over there. So I was like, yeah. all right. Like, yeah. So I, okay. I, I logged out. I turned off the TV and I'm expecting for him to be laid on the floor. So for me to pick him up, nothing. And I was like, what the hell? So I started walking all the way down to the bedroom and I was all like, oh shit. I was like, he's passed out. And like, <laughs> not like in like a, I just ran back to bed. Like he was like wrapped up with her too. And I was like, yeah. Okay. I was like, well, I was like, for sure, I'm not going back to bed for right now. I was like, so I went and turned on the TV. I was like, okay. I was like, well, 
let's just uh let's Disney just keep movies. Yeah, so let's just no, I was like I went went back to it. I was like, let's just finish this video off and then go back to bed. But that was about it for me. No, wow, he, okay. He yeah. told me about it earlier and I, and he was all um saying like, Oh yeah, it was because I think something about watching something and i was like oh did you overhear me falling asleep to the grudge and i thought that that was like <laughs> no. what had set it off <laughs> no no like i said i was like in my own little zone and like yeah i wasn't creeped out by it i was just like oh. i was like ah, yeah let him, let him be passed out no yeah guys I, I don't know what could possibly influence y'all's uh imagination looking around skulls and ouija boards and everything we literally have holy water <laughs> on the counter <laughs> Um, oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you my creepy update. So this happened yesterday. Yes. Okay. Yes. You tried telling me too, and yeah. I stopped you because I, I would have. I was just like, what? yesterday, huh? Saturday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yesterday was Saturday. Okay. okay. And so um, I went to the car. I was, I was putting stuff in there. Wait a minute. What? Okay. Did you hear something outside? No. Oh, okay. So, so I just remembered this right now. So I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. So when I was getting down from the car, I heard someone whistle at me from across the street, but it wasn't like a, like a, a it was like a, like it was trying to get my attention. Oh. And I looked around, and there was nobody. No, no, because. You know, it's it's fucking Texas. Yeah. So grass is dry. You could hear somebody walking, or even at that, you could just hear somebody walking through pretty healthy grass. Yeah. But yeah, no movement, no nothing. And I was like, hmm. Well, our our young neighbors don't come out at all. The <clears throat> unless front, it's three a.m. Yeah, our, our front neighbors, <laughs> no, they've gotten good. They've gotten good. Come on, they're, they're, the last there are no more shenanigans going on. Uh, our front neighbors, the same thing. She's. She's a nurse, so yeah, like so she's, she. Oh, okay. And okay. then our uh, new neighbors, they haven't. Yeah, they. I. I rarely ever see them. I mean, oh, I, the guy says hi to me every single other time. You know, they seem seem pretty cool. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a family. Okay. You know, they have their moments where they're outing and whatnot, but yeah, nobody out like to be out there like, hey, what's up, Chacho? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But okay, so I I thought that's where you're going with that because no. I was gonna be like I just confirmed it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, no, so I was putting something away in the car, and so here on the porch on our patio, okay. we have this little chair. Right. You right. see it. We sit in there sometimes. Yeah. So when I was closing the door, I saw in the reflection as the door was closing like an outline of shoulders and a head sitting in the chair oh shit and so like of course i turned around fast because i was like who the fuck is that and of course nobody's there so i look back in the in the window of my car and like it's not there anymore and i'm just like am i fucking seeing things wow so that is cool when she told me this i didn't initially want to say anything until she did this right now on the air okay oh, God damn okay it. but i actually put that chair specifically there okay. with the other one because i like to sit out there sometimes late at night and i will put the beer that i'm about to drink right next to me and i talk to my dad interesting okay so hmm. wow i could have been your dad i literally am like hey like wait, how's it going up there or down there <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit so okay. yeah huh. you know like I, when she told me that i was like man that's pretty awkward but that's why i like to leave that chair specifically in that spot yeah and uh, interesting so huh. yeah uh huh. I, when she told me that i was like huh 
because I'll literally turn around and like act like someone's there, and I'm like, God, I thought like, we have the new neighbors. I was like, man, I was like, I hope they're not like, I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So that was my creepy update. Huh. Yeah. Huh. That's that's all you can really do about it because it was nothing scary about it. It was just like it was startling. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because I don't know if I covered the one incident that I had with him on a creepy update when uh, it was like his birthday was coming up. So I switched all my profile pictures to his pictures. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So like he rarely like pops up unless like i'm really <clears throat> he popped up for your sister yeah it was you know what i mean like unless we're really like was that w- the one with like the crazy long nails oh yeah, yeah. yeah like that her. yeah that <laughs> yeah that's she, her. She, that sorcery man <laughs> i don't know how she was operating her phone with those nails that's the same thing i say all the time i was like i'm just gonna break one off <laughs> this is like witchcraft is what i was <laughs> thinking <laughs> Yes, that, as you've seen my side of the family, we are... Uh, I'm so jealous that she can because I'm over here with, we're like... Fully, we're fully engulfed in the culture. <laughs> I can't type with, like, anything. We, so. can, we you, Y'all can clearly saw how sassy we are. Just, we, were, we were being very uh, very formal at that place. Not when uh, we're left to our own device. We were trying to cheese me out, but, you know, we were like, oh, shit, we're at a uh, pump up. Pump, we're to pump it up. Uh, we're not on the right side of yeah, town. Yeah, I was like, I can't start uh, talking shit about stuff here. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, um, that's a, that, when you told me about that creepy update, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I literally like, put that chair out for that specific Reason. Wow. Huh. Too cool. Yeah, so. Too, too cool. No, nobody does that. Like, oh, well, of course, there's no, you guys have no uh, past everything, but that's like a coping mechanism with me. I'm like, whenever I start yeah. getting like, okay, I just pull up a chair and I'm like, all right, so how's it going, old man? Like, wow. I don't know. Today was weird for me because uh, I, I thought I saw two people that I know have passed like in walmart or something oh, like just okay. just walking by and like it it's just like a little pang yeah yeah yeah, where, yeah. Uh, like oh that looks like my old co-worker that passed and like she had a very certain way of walking because she had like issues with her feet and mm, so i was mm-hmm. like man that person walks exactly like her and then um at walmart uh i saw i was walking behind somebody and i looked and i I thought it was Nene. Oh and yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, I get, that. I get that too. Especially when I went to your uh, your oh Rachel Hans house. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, shit. Yeah, all of all of our theas look alike. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes! I was like, yeah, just, yeah, like I'm staring at her. Yeah. No, I I try to approach her a different way, uh, because again, I try to apply some type of like uh, real world or natural uh, explanation yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. So. <clears throat> I never try to uh, look for the encounter or the experience. Mm-hmm. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the, the way I believe it is if I want it too much, then it's never going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just, so, it usually happens when you're not, like she said, yeah, she was exactly. out there, you know, trying to put stuff in yeah. the fucking car. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, and that's the way I try to approach it. Uh, but I, But like I have mentioned before, I do try to put myself in those scenarios that something may happen like i said i i and uh, before walking into rooms like if it's a pitch black room i'll wait in there and just wait and listen (laughs) yeah i'll just wait and listen (laughs) before i turn the lights on and then like okay well i guess nothing's gonna happen yeah fun fact the walmart is a uh (laughs) a whirlpool of uh (laughs) bad juju so (laughs) it is the the what is it the turning point between the 
<laughs> the living <laughs> and the that's the 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 gate. Yeah. So when you work there, you feel like you're oh, in, in in that part where you want to die. Yeah, both of y'all have worked for Walmart at some. Point. Yeah, what's oh, the truth? Yeah, 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 I'm telling you, I would be I, there, and I, I was like, was, "Am I dead?" <laughs> I was old school. Like I think I was 17 when I worked for Walmart, and it was the old Walmart off of uh, Military near Pleasanton and Roosevelt, mm-hmm. or like between Pleasanton oh, and Flores, with the nice asbestos in it and all that stuff. <laughs> God. Yeah, I did the seasonal, uh, the seasonal Amazing. portion. So you would see the donkey lady actually walk in <laughs> at like two, three in the morning. <laughs> She's getting her rubbers in yeah. her. Fucking... Oh God! Where's the big red, Mijo? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sasquatch got a hot night. Uh, oh no! <laughs> All right, guys, are we ready to talk about these becks? Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, All right, guys. Your time was, you know, big red when she would come in late at night with me. It was. Or the big rubbers in the sunset again. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> well, I hope she's a listener. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Get your salsa getty ready. <laughs> okay, so I am going to start off with... I found this nice little 10 facts about Bex on <laughs> thoughtcatalog.com that I wanted to share before we started in what, on this. What is thoughtcatalog.com? It's a website. Yeah, but like, what is it, you know? It, before it, you, before somebody's like, oh, I want to jump in there. It's, it's just, just like a bunch of these uh, other type of things, like paranormal things. Oh, it's just oh, so yeah. paranormal. Is it kind of like the opposite of Snopes, where it's like, okay, we're not disproving, but we're going to give you information about this. Yeah, like it, okay. it's just you know random. Okay, before somebody jumps in there and there's like you know all this weird stuff that they were like, I did not <laughs> expect it to be this. Way. I didn't expect to join a cult while we were just visiting <laughs> this. <laughs> <What>? All right. <laughs> Okay, so let's start on our facts. Um, facts in air quotes. I was about to say, you have to say you're doing air quotes. You can't just do them. Um, okay, so black-eyed kids will look like normal human children between the ages of 6 and 16, but with pale skin and completely black eyes. Additionally, people who have been in close proximity to Bex report a feeling of unease that wash over them. While nothing about the children's appearance, aside from their eyes, genuinely frightened the people, they still reported feeling the ranging from anxiety to terror in their presence. Mm-hmm. And I want that to be like a staple, at least for my opinion, because I'm, I think at the end of this, we're all going to come to our own conclusions on what we okay. believe. Okay. I mean, it's just so, for me, because like, I can see that happening if you've never had kids, just kids being like creepy. <laughs> but like as a parent, you'd be like, what do you want? <laughs> no, you can't come in. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right? Uh, but I would also like to add that some people have also reported uh, talon-like feet. Oh, that's actually one of the things that I'm coming yeah, up on. Oh, say, okay. Even worse, I'd be like, yeah. you, your mama doesn't clip your toenails? You can't come in, boy. <laughs> well, I mean, that, and that, that's one of the things that, I, and I'm sure my sister's going to get into it too, but that's one of the things that leads a lot of people to believe that they are like demonic also is because uh, you, you never get a look at their hands or their feet, oh, which okay. is common in a lot of yeah. uh, lore. They would be very, very in different interaction between <laughs> me and them. Like, you never heard of R. Kelly? Y'all can't come in here like that. <laughs> God. I'm um, just going to put them in a perpetual loop and put a priest at the door and have the Bex at the door. Well, that was literally my next one. Some people have also reported seeing Bex that have talons for feet 
or other demonic attributes, but most sightings are of seemingly normal children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Becks are also commonly described as wearing dated clothing or dressing in a manner that is not typical of a normal child of their age. Becks always ask for something. It is always something that involves being in close quarters with you. They will ask for a ride in your vehicle or to enter your home to use the phone. There are no reported stories of what happens when you let a Beck into your vehicle or home, that mm-hmm. which is a lie. Um, all stories <laughs> come from people whose eerie feelings made them flee from the children. The earliest sighting of a Beck was journalist Brian Bethel in 1996, which I think, Eric, you're going to also disprove. Um, I'm going to disprove? I thought so. I thought you said it was the 1950s or something that you had one from. Um, so, I mean, there there has been accounts mm-hmm. of, uh, I don't want to say creatures because I, I don't want to come to that conclusion just yet without, you know, proposing my argument. Mm-hmm. But there have been accounts of encounters similar to this uh, earlier. Okay. And uh, yeah, so th- there is one encounter in the 1950s, but this is the widely accepted one as being like the, the first. So, yeah. All right. Back to Brian Bethel. The story has been added to internet creepy pasta lore, but to this day, Bethel insists the incident was real and happened the way he reported. In 2014, a British paper reported this, that sightings of black eyed kids around the world are rising. And theories about the black-eyed kids are that they are vampires, aliens, or of demonic origin. Yeah. I know everybody's reserved to their own opinion, but my money's on vampires. (gasps) Boom. Why do you always go with the most random (laughs) shit? (laughs) What? Uh, They're not cryptids. I could have gone with that. I'm going cryptids, actually. Surprise, surprise. I'm going cryptids. I could have gone that way. I'm... Well, so shy from this is going to be the like, first time I'm going to go with aliens. Oh, <laughs> nice. I would give you a high five right now, but I, we have equipment all over the place. I was like, aliens? It doesn't even make sense. Uh, I, I won't. Does. So I'm, I'm 50-50 with that, too, because I could see how that could be like an alien hybrid, right? Because, I mean, that is one of the things that is very common in a lot of abduction uh, encounters is that aliens take female eggs and uh, are primarily used yeah, to try to make... But like, I don't know, man. Like, for me, it makes more sense, like, vampires. Because there's a reason why they can't, like, the rules, why they can't get in, um, why they would have to ask, and why they look a certain way. Yeah, no, like, no, yeah. And, and I get it, too, right? Like, the, the having to actually be invited in. Uh, and then, they, they, oh, yeah. Okay, so I didn't dive too much into it, but are there daytime accounts of this? Um, Holy shit. Not that I can think of. I don't think I, I, me, I didn't run into a single account where you could say it's during the daytime. So the, the only thing that, so there's, there's, uh, there's a really big thing at the end that I'm going to propose what is more common than just the visual, visual representation of what most, uh, uh, witnesses see. Sorry about that. Um, we're back. <laughs> we had a quick interruption, but, uh, we're back and ready to talk about with the Becks. A, with a non-Bex kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was still scary as fuck because I just heard footsteps behind me. It was, oh, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't even see him until like you're all like, hi, Papa. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> but all right. Um, but uh, so, okay. So like I, like I left off there, mm-hmm. there is going to be a thing, uh, aside from the visual representation of the Becks. That I uh, that is common with everybody that I think lends more to my idea that uh, I'm going to go into. Okay. okay. So I'm yeah. uh, anxiously awaiting that. Yes. Yes. 
Alrighty, so let's get started. Um, so I am going to go into the classic uh, Brian Bethel story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so in 1996 in Abilene, Texas, Brian Bethel of the Abilene Reporter News sat outside of the Camelot Communications Building in his car. It was already late into the evening, so Brian was using the light emitting from a nearby movie theater's marquee to write a check that he intended on leaving in the overnight drop box of Camelot Communication. Um, suddenly, a knock on the driver's side window of his door broke his focus. Outside of his car stood two young boys between the ages of nine and twelve, both wearing hoodies. Startled and expecting them to be asking for money, he cracked his window to speak with them. All the while, an unexplainable fear began. The first boy, the one he would describe as the spokesman, was olive-skinned and curly-haired. The second was a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled boy. He told Mr. Bethel that they needed a ride. They wanted to see the Mortal Kombat movie at the nearby theater, but had (laughs) left their money at their mom's house. Can Can you give us a ride? Mr. Bethel, observing the two and only feeling his fear grow, looked at the theater marquee and his own clock and noticed that the last showing of the movie had already begun, and if he were to even give the two boys a ride, by the time they would get back, the movie would almost be over. The spokesperson continued, It It won't take long. long. We're We're just just two little kids. We We don't have a gun or anything. (laughs) That immediately would be like, Oh, well, I do. It's Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Why did your parents send you up? Yeah, no shit. That's the creepiest thing to say. You said Abilene, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, you know, Abilene. It's just the fact that he said, like, olive skinned. And, like, it's just such a very. And here I go with my theory of vampiric type of <laughs> aesthetic. You're like, hmm. So uh, one of the other descriptions that I've heard from other tailings, and it's kind of hard to to tell which one is, is his like verbatim telling. But one of the other uh, details that I've heard from other accounts uh, or retailings of this account is that he described it as if it wasn't their own skin. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look like it was their own like skin. Sin- yeah, like I think I heard that synthetic accounts of them looking almost yeah. like uh like it, it was ill fitting. Animatronically, yes. like yes. animatronically basically. Yeah, you know, like, yeah the, like if it was if it was pulled over something. Almost and like I an want- alien. For men in black. Oh, okay. And, and, no, no. <laughs> and, and, this is, and this is why I say I go 50-50 with the alien thing. But I'm going to go with something different because, there, uh, again, there is something very common with all of these accounts. Well, again, it's just – it doesn't sit well with me, the fact that, like, you're in Texas. <laughs> kids are coming up to you. Like, I don't know, man. It's just – it's such a such a far-fetched thing and it's the 90s you know you got this whole children of the corn thing going on (laughs) well the the only thing that i thought was odd that i didn't mention in here um so the brian bethel actually notes that he thinks it was either the spring or summer because he remembers he was wearing shorts and these two kids are wearing hoodies Hoodies, yeah that that means nothing in texas Well, so you're I mean, wearing a hoodie right now because we, we are in AC. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, these are idiosyncrasies that they they just themselves, and this is one thing where I say lanes into your idea that they are uh, alien. Also, 
because most of the time it seems as if they have no concept of time like what time they are actually in because there's a lot of accounts where instead of actually asking for a phone they ask for a fucking telegram oh, or a yeah. telegraph yeah yeah the, the, the displacement telegraph. is is yeah. very apparent but i would say a teenage kid in a hoodie coming up to you that's normal even here right now <laughs> yeah, as we yeah. speak, i see it all the time i'm not gonna drop oh, yeah. kick a kid just because this <sighs> is suspicious why did you hit my kid he's wearing a hoodie <laughs> yeah no i give i give our teenager a hard time because he wears a hoodie but then he wears like thin tight pants it's like it it's, doesn't yeah. make any sense but anyways yeah. yeah continuing as the spokesperson talked mr bethel realized his hand was going towards the lock on his door he violently jerked his hand back. Staring back at the boys, he realized that the two had black eyes. He described them as the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain basement vampires on late night television. Soulless <laughs> orbs like two great swatches of starless night. And again, yeah. sorry, that's totally <clears throat> Bella Guzzi vibes. You're going to do <laughs> this <God>. for me. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. no, I'm not. And you see like the movie, they're like reaching over to it or like uh -huh. they're showing their neck. They're like, no, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know is if, you know, black eyed kids come up to my car and they got the Marbach haircuts, I'm just shooting. I'm just blasting. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. That's that the meme. <laughs> the Danny DeVito yeah. meme. <laughs> so I started blasting. <laughs> Oh, it goes. Oh God! Anyways, <laughs> um, you know what? The, if, to find out if they are, the first thing I would say is like, uh, "No, but would you like some takis?" <laughs> and if they immediately respond with like, "What are those?" or like, "Huh?" or like, "No, we'd like some Doritos." I go, "Get the hell out of here! Get off my property!" <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, alien vampire. <laughs> So, internally, Mr. Bethel was in full-blown panic mode. Outwardly, he remained calm. He apologized to the kids, making excuses why he could not help them, and threw his car into reverse. Angrily, the spokesperson banged on his window and said, We, we can't, can't come, come in, in unless, unless you tell you us tell it's us okay. It's let okay. us let in. Us in. Yeah. I like it. So, Mr. Bethel drove out of the parking lot in fear, surprised that he didn't sideswipe a couple of cars on the way out. Looking back in his rearview mirror, both boys were gone. He said even within the time uh, frame from driving away and looking back, there was nowhere they could have disappeared to logically. Mr. Bethel had originally wrote down his account as an exercise and shared it with a group of friends in an email. Slowly, it got out to, through the growing internet. So did the legend of the black-eyed kids. Uh, Mr. Bethel has appeared on a TV show called Monsters and Mysteries in America, where he recounted his story. Now, here's the loophole for me. Okay. Sorry if I might uh, commence. So, <laughs> let's say these aliens or cryptids or vampires are out there. Why are they just attacking people straight up? Like, So, when you're in a automobile or in a sanctuary, mm -hmm. they have to get in there through that certain way. Why aren't they just poaching people left and right? Like, Maybe they're trying to, to blend in with society and they know that they're supposed to do something like ask permission, but they don't understand. Like, I don't really have to ask permission, you know? Or, it just, or okay. Or I would say maybe it is a predator trying to lure its prey 
in. Yeah, but that's not how you lure people in. Like, I mean, you have the anglerfish who will dangle out, you know, a, a thing right in front of it to lure in fish to think that it was going to yeah, eat something. But the sign doesn't say, "I don't have a gun." <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> but 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 that's what I'm. I, it, I'm going to save it for the end. If anything, it it gives me real uh, mimic vibes. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean. And it's funny that you say that because that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. Like, you know, like, because uh, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, this is like very mimic wise where mm-hmm. I would have been like, get out of here, you giant roach. I know you're a roach. Like, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not going to fool me. <laughs> get some fucking raid. Yeah, like, <laughs> I got a chunkla on right now, motherfucker. <laughs> God. All right. Before, Eric, my next one is our Vermont story. Do you want to? jump in or anything before then vermont sounds very fancy Uh, for these uh aliens i mean so what would you like to hear because i actually do have a account of like an earlier one because i mean this isn't something that has just recently happened i mean like everything else there has always been accounts that can be like predated Mm -hmm. uh finding certain circumstances where something similar has happened uh, because one of the earlier accounts that actually happened in the 1950s. Yeah, I want to hear that before we get into the other accounts. Okay, yeah. So, like I said, uh, one of the earlier accounts that I had actually recorded, you know, finding throughout my research was a sighting of a black-eyed child uh, back in the 1950s. A 16-year-old boy named Harold was strolling up the street to his Virginia home when he noticed a boy leaning on a nearby fence. Harold said, hello, but received no response. He turned to leave. Then the mysterious boy finally spoke. I want to go home to your house. You're going to walk me up to your house. Oh. That was when Harold noticed the boy's eyes. They were pitch black. All his instincts screamed, run. Yet, he just stood there. Then, as if he was reading Harold's mind, the boy said, now, don't you run away from me. You're going to walk me up to your house. And that was enough for Harold to finally spring into action. He booked it out of there and ran to his house. He claimed that he heard the child let out a scream of a bobcat, but he wasn't willing to turn around to be sure. The account goes on to reveal Harold's par- uh, that he he revealed to Harold's parent or to his parents. Sorry, he, he told them, and they actually believed his tale. And his father even went out with his gun in hand, looking for what they believed was the devil. The black-eyed child was gone, though, but Harold's mother demanded that he go to the local priest to be safe. So that is one of the earlier accounts that I had actually come across. That's interesting. Yeah. I I hadn't come across that one, and that's creepy. It literally made my fucking skin crawl. (laughs) And then again, again, at night, right? Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't give a, a specific time, but I'm assuming because this was him walking home. Or Twilight. Yeah, maybe even Twilight, yeah. Okay, so he, he glittered, okay? <laughs> Jesse is trying to, to put together his... His, his vampires? <laughs> He's no dog man, but... Sir. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Was that it on that one? Yeah, that was it on that one. Uh, but I do have uh, another one okay. that you would, if you would like to hear. It's the one about the, the man who uh, attended a conference. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so, heard that one. Yeah, yeah this is another one. one of the more commonly told ones. Like, this is another one uh, that I would say would be, like, in the top five of the more commonly told about the Black Eyed Kids, right? It doesn't ring a bell, so. All okay, right. so let me go ahead and tell you about this one, then. So, John Northwood was heading to his car on the third floor of a parking lot garage when one of the guys from a conference that he attended, uh, Doug, asked him to drive him around the block a few times. He said there were some freaky looking kids hanging around his car and was hoping to kill some time while waiting for them to wander off. John led Doug into the car and they started cruising. When they neared his car, uh, Doug's car, John saw the group uh, Doug was talking about and agreed they were creepy. Three kids, two boys and a girl, all gothed out. The girl looked about 15, the boys around 14 and 10. They were intense. But John described it as if he really needed to, like, see them. He even described it like if it was itching behind his eye. He stopped driving. The kids maneuvered around his car. <gasps> yeah, like to surround it. And the youngest one said, it's scary out there all alone. And we just wanted to ride home. One said to Doug, uh, one said Doug had offered them a ride, which he denied. John felt as if his heart was going to erupt from his throat as adrenaline raced through him. Doug said that he was getting out of the car. As soon as he reached for the handle, though, it was like the children had got older somehow, and he saw their eyes were solid black. No pupils, no iris, nothing. Just black. John threw the car into reverse, drove backwards about 60 feet. They the kids began to pursue them. So John took the car around the lot's corner, going around 30 miles per hour. He felt that they would die if he let the kids into the car, though. He sped down three floors only to find the oldest boy was already at the bottom of the oh garage when they came to it. They sped past him out of the garage. When John turned around, the boy was gone. And so was that menacing feeling that had been uh, building inside him since making contact with those kids. They waited 10 minutes before going back to Doug's car. The black-eyed children were nowhere in sight. It was then that Doug admitted he had given the younger kid a ride earlier, oh, but felt scared when he saw the other children. Upon leaving the garage for the second time that night, John got the menacing feeling again. John was behind Doug's car watching helplessly as he misjudged the timing of uh, a light. <laughs> this is kind of one of the earlier presumed accounts that the Black Eyed Kids had actually taken a life because when he misjudged this light a truck crashed right into him killing oh, him instantly shit. it this is like the only account that you've ever hear about a black-eyed kid actually killing someone wow. so when the police arrived john gave his reports then the feeling un of, of unease and terror began to grow again and that's when he looked down the block and saw the three kids standing there staring at him yeah, like I'm saying, this is very Lost Boy vibes here. You know what I mean? Like um, without I, the snappy fashion. Yeah, and not even this. He was like, they all got out. Like I know if I'm a predator or some kind of alien, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Let's go goth. <laughs> I'm gonna look cool. Yeah, like let's go goth. And let's stop at the hot topic. I got hot topic bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh, 2000s hot topic. Not, yeah, not whatever this is now yeah, you know, like, and they punched your card for your, for your discount yeah they're like eh, weird kids but you know they shop here a lot black-eyed children shop at hot topic yeah you know the fact that he was like there were goth kids just 
it gives me lost boy vibes you know the craft you know they're just like the, you know is i just keep imagining like being in the river center like garage and yeah. like being approached by three weird little goth kids like i would definitely <laughs> oh, be terrified oh my god if any of our south sand alumni out there remember yeah <laughs> yes. so i'm a listener <laughs> that is a goth yeah like if, i would have been like uh no i can't give you a ride <laughs> that would have been in <laughs> i wouldn't have found myself slowly approaching the open forum <laughs> Anywho, cool guy, but very strange. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm viewing it as a point of view. Like, I'm a air quotations businessman getting out of a very businessman thing, doing very businessman up, yeah, things, very uptight. <laughs> and like, I see these goth kids. I'm gonna get freaked out. So, like, look at my suitcase. Don't yeah. talk to me. Because <laughs> they're gonna yeah. hit him with the suitcase. Yeah. Or what? Just get your greasy hands out of my, off my BMW. What's wrong with y'all? Call your mother from the payphone. <laughs> yeah, payphones were a thing. Yeah. Just throw change at them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no shit, right? Wow. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm very <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> you're, you're the opposite of what, like, of me, where you would just be like, nah, it's your problem. And I'm the opposite, where I'm like, we gotta help them. Wow. <laughs> I would definitely first die done quickly. in a movie. Yeah, yeah. You're I would the first Maybe one. if it was a baby, yes. But if you tell me it's a baby that has a spike collar and a Ramon <laughs> shirt with black eyeliner, I'm going, baby, <laughs> you have enough to get that. Your mom better come pick your ass up right now. Oh, my God. You know, I'm not... And especially here in San Antonio, man. I'm pretty sure one of them kids be oh, robbing God. you on the way home. Yeah, but just in general. Like, you know, they're running away. You're going to get caught up in this aesthetic where, like, oh, you're harboring a runaway. No, no, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's true. I, I'm still saying, like, you the know. Ghetto, the ghetto saves us. That's why these uh, black-eyed kids don't come down here. That's why we experience these things is to defend ourselves from yeah. black-eyed kids. That's why they don't come down here. They'll go to the, the minions oh, or something. Gosh. Those Mexicanos are rough, man. <laughs> One of them spit at me. <laughs> he he a threw job. a Lone Star at me. Oh, he said, get a job. <laughs> I'm a alien vampire. I don't know what that means. Before they could even start, you guys are just like, nah, nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, no. Hey, I've already told you how I try to avoid the homeless from giving me change. Yeah, and you... Eva fucking backstabs me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure she sees the betrayal in my eyes when I'm looking at the window and she's <laughs> locked the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, again, sorry. It's probably just... Uh, <laughs> I'm just staring Jesse down because I know he what he's gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything. I'll <laughs> say I'll, I'll let the accounts keep climbing up because no damn uh what was the abbreviation here? Bex. Yeah, no Bex is gonna survive out here in the south side. <laughs> I'll tell you that. We're gonna rob him and yeah. shit. <laughs> no, God. we're not. We're nice on the south side. Oh my god. Anyway, we're nice on the south side. The south side ain't nice. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Anywho, oh, so bad. Now tell right. me there's black eyed crackheads out there. <laughs> oh That's <God>. scary. <laughs> Anyways, oh shit. I'm gonna get into my my next account that I think is kind of popular, um, but it's one of the few accounts where they actually get inside the home. Oh yeah. All right. So what, they actually make it in? Yeah. Like somebody actually let them in. Yes. A okay. gen. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, the following story I found on the websites Inquisitor.com and BulbApp.com. So some, um, bo- between both of these websites, one would have like certain or like more details about something and then the other one would have more details. So I just like combined the two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was around 2 a.m. in the morning on a snowy night when an elderly couple woke up to banging on their front door. Concerned that a car accident happened outside, the woman who wished to remain anonymous looked outside expecting to see cars in the street. There were none, but the motion detection light outside was on, and she saw someone at her door. Outside on the doorstep were two children that she believed to be around eight years old, one boy and one girl. One said, Our parents will be here soon. May we come in? Understandably hesitant, the couple would eventually let the children in. The children sat on the couch as the wife began to make hot cocoa for the kids. The husband in the room with the kids asked them questions while she did this. All the while, the questions went unanswered. On her way with the hot cocoa, the wife noticed one of her cats was visibly distressed and angry because of the children. Three of her other cats were hiding, something that was odd as they were usually very curious and friendly. Handing the cocoa to the children, she realized that their eyes were completely black. The kids then asked, May we please, May we please use, use the, the restroom? She, she showed them to the bathroom and returned to her, her husband, asking, Did you see their eyes? At that time, the husband shows his wife his hands full of blood from a nosebleed. Suddenly, the power went out in the house and went dark. Worried for the kids, the wife headed towards the restroom, only to hear them saying, Our parents are here. (laughs) The kids left the house. From the open door, the wife saw two tall, slender men at the end of her driveway. They all entered the one car and left. Shortly after, the power went back on in their house. Since that incident, three of their cats went missing. Her husband had abnormal nosebleeds and was eventually diagnosed with aggressive skin cancer. The woman now suffers regular nosebleeds and claims to be in the worst condition of her life. Yeah. One of the other details that I actually heard about the two men that had picked them up, they were wearing slick black suits. That's what I so I heard that on a podcast, but I didn't find it in this these oh, right. websites. Right, so. right. Well, because that's one of the speculations that is they're men in black. They're men in black. Well, you see, we're going two completely different routes here. <laughs> I was waiting for y'all guys to get to this part because I was like, okay, sure enough, they'll cover it. It's like, if not, I'll bring it up. It'll be my great ha-ha at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I was all like, psychic vampires. Psychic vampires, yeah. This is where it goes on here. Like, yeah. You know, they follow the same premises, but... Psychic vampires. I was like, all the tales of uh, Dracula and everything have been totally been uh, over exaggerated yeah. or something. And these are just creatures that feed off of the psyche of people. Hence, uh-huh. we're getting them scared, knowing cues, social cues that will make them uncomfortable. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. they realize that children are their best way to get into, you know, their homes. Yeah, because I know, like, if a kid popped up in our front porch if you weren't there i'd be all like oh my god and like bring them in immediately yeah, for sure i would turn on the I'd, hose and be i'd like, accidentally the- kill us all <laughs> get the yeah. hose yeah get out of here <laughs> why are your eyes all black what are you high on <laughs> yeah all righty um, this is this is the paranoia that the south side has put us in yeah you ain't you ain't pawning nothing from in here <laughs> 
All right. I have two more stories. What about you, Eric? So I have a second encounter that a Marine here in Texas claims that he had already previously experienced. Okay. Let's hear it. So, yeah. I haven't heard this before, so. A Marine here in Texas was in his barracks of uh, the Texas base that he was stationed in and settling in for the night when he heard a sharp knock on the door. Assuming it was his neighbor, the Marine made his way to the door. Standing outside was a boy around 17 years old from what he could tell. The Marine asked him, what's up? And almost hungrily, the boy asked to be let in to use the phone. Nothing but sleep and peace on his mind, the Marine said no and directed him <laughs> to the service building across the parking lot Damn and closed right. the door. Yeah. <laughs> he knocked again. Irritated, the Marine went to the window intending to yell at him. But just looking at the thin, gaunt kid gave him the creeps. That's when he noticed his eyes. They were black as coal. Once again, the child asked to be let in with a creepy, predatory smile. Still determined to assert his authority, the Marine ignored his fear and said he'd force the kid's leave if he had to. He turned momentarily to grab his phone, but by the time he turned around, the child was gone. He couldn't shake the feeling that he'd seen him before. That all of uh, this was familiar. Then it hit him. He had watched his brother have a similar interaction once. Two years earlier, while still in high school and living in Pennsylvania, he worked at a night state, uh, shift at a gas station. One night, while having a smoke out for a uh, front with his brother, they saw some kids walking across four lanes towards them. His brother asked him if he needed anything. And it was the same request. He wanted to use the phone. But his brother said the phone was uh, back by the register and no one was allowed to use it. <laughs> the brother went inside, but the strange kids didn't take off. So uh, he stood in front of the shop, these black-eyed kids, just knocking on the window, staring at them, until the brother chased them off with a bat. He came back, and he said the kid was pale and had black eyes. And the Marine claims that it was the same kid. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. So that is one of the other details that I think we didn't uh, cover in the beginning, is that chances that the uh, Beck would come up to you is more likely if you're familiar with them also. Really? Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Like you, you have a more likely chance of having an encounter if you are already aware of them. So everybody listening to this, <clears throat> just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of sounds like like a Every, creepy As everybody looks with. at the camera yeah. thing outside. I saw the first one get the goddamn I, I go full um what's his name? Um God damn it. No idea. Um oh my god. Uh the good, the bad and the ugly uh Clint Eastwood on <laughs> get the hell off my porch. <laughs> I don't know. I'd I'd be baby's kids. I'd just start whooping them just <laughs> You ain't getting your greasy hands on my phone. <laughs> I don't got no games. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. topic, kids, man. That's like the... So what do you have more for us, Jen? Sorry, my throat is on fire from that hot Cheeto. That is not a hot <laughs> a... Cheeto. Don't disrespect them like that. These are the hottest of the hottest. They're hot. What? Freedom. Freedom. There you go. <laughs> Representing Sorry. San Antonio. My mouth was on fire. I couldn't fucking think. <laughs> Regular flaming hot Cheetos. 
That's just normal. Here in, here in Texas, we got hot Fritos. They're 20 times hotter. Put some fucking yeah. uh, chili and cheese yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, Man, so. you got a spicy bowl of uh, <laughs> Frito pie. Yeah, you're going to wake up tomorrow not feeling good. I'll tell you that. You have, we'll wake, you'll wake up with black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Now that my, my mouth is okay. <laughs> All right. So I have two more stories. So the following story was found in a blog spot called From the Shadows, True Tales of the Paranormal by Jason Offit. And the blog post was done on August 22nd, 2010. So this oh. was 11 years ago. That's actually that's the most recent one that I've seen. No, I think you did one from 2014, right? Mm-hmm. Did you? I don't remember. Sorry. Timestamp wise, that's the earliest I've. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right because I think they were covering Brian Bethel's story in 2015 again or something like that is what you mentioned. Something. I don't know. Sorry. Because um, professional. Like Mortal Kombat came out how long ago? <laughs> in 96, 97. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a while back. And you just said this one is time 2010. 2010. Yeah, that's yeah. way, that's drastically yeah. way, way later than that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. 14 year difference, I think. Um, anyways, so the person in this story wished to remain anonymous and will be referred to as Noetic in this story. Noetic was a weekend computer engineer. At this job, he would be alone for most of his 11.30 p.m. to noon shift, but had a camera display showing a front and back parking lot, front doors and back doors. It was July 31st, 2010, and Noetic was outside at 5 a.m. enjoying a cigarette break. With his back to the door, there is a bar and small plaza directly to the right of his work building. Directly in front of their building, across the street, was a small apartment complex. Outside, he saw two teenage boys. One looked to be around 14, while the other looked to be around 16. Noetic felt fear as he smoked his cigarette. They stared at him as he stood outside. He kept an eye on the boys and then went inside back to work. After ten minutes, a buzz came through the intercom. It was the two teens. Noetic hit the intercom and said, I don't have time for games. You need to leave the property. They ignored him and stayed at the door. He walked to the lobby door that had a type of glass where they could not see into the lobby from the outside, but inside the lobby you could see outside clearly. As he approached the door to tell the kids to get out of there, Uh, he observed what they were wearing. Shorts, dark hoodies, and tennis shoes. At this time, though, is when he noticed their completely black eyes. As he pushed open the door to tell the kids to get off the property or else he'd call the cops, one instantly began talking as if he knew what Noetic was about to say and said, That will not be necessary, sir. We simply need to use your phone. Can you let us in? Noetic smartly responded, I do not let anyone in. In response, the one that had spoke before said, No, you're going to invite us in. Damn it. (laughs) At this time is when the other kids started grinning. Noetic felt threatened. He then repeated he was going to call the police and closed the lobby door. Back at his desk, Noetic watched the kids from the monitor. One ended up leaving to the back door while the other stood in the front, 
staring into the camera. At this point, it was around 6 a.m., and Noetic told them through the intercom, The police are on their way. The one talking just smiled and said, I need to use the phone. Let us in. Then both boys moved to a blind spot behind the building. <laughs> if the boys were to have left, they would be caught on camera again. He watched intently until the police arrived when he, where he directed them to go. When they arrived to the blind spot, the boys were gone. And so that's the story from Noetic. Yeah. I mean, they seem very aware of camera angles and mm -hmm. technology-wise. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As far as some of the stories like these that I've seen, like... Oh man, psychic vampires, bro. I think extraterrestrials are very well, smart. Because okay, so a lot <laughs> of the wow, way too subtly insult right Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? They're, no, they're I'm way, not insulting him. They're way I'm... too smart, but they shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be like, well, no, hey, that I'm... you were basically like Jesse was basically like you know trying to prove his point, yeah. and you were like, no, I think they're just smart. I think they're just aliens. <laughs> they, yeah, they wouldn't be like this is DoorDash. I didn't order. Uh, you didn't. This is a, a friend gave this to you. <laughs> well, so that's the other thing. They never answer questions. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they, they just keep saying, let us in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, psychic vampires, main thing is that they are, I guess, how it works is you have the essential human body, uh -huh. but they use the, you know, psychic energy to drain you to get back to yeah. that reverted state of uh -huh. like they can either become really young or look at their prime but essentially if they don't if they go long enough without feeding they do look like the witches from hocus pocus i guess so yeah <laughs> there you go to blatantly put it yes there you go yes you know not as charming without good music you know no bet midler i was gonna say sarah jessica parker really Noted oh. on that one. Whatever. <laughs> Anywho, I, I'm not a Sarah Jessica Parker. Fan. You know what? I'm not either. But in that movie, she just she oh, let, she did it for you. Yeah, she just let it. I think it was the the she didn't talk at all, <laughs> 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 and it was very ditzy. So I was like, all right, uh, I, was like, I got you. I I I got my gush when uh, Jennifer Tilly did uh, Tiffany. I got Goth Girl and Jennifer Tilly, and uh, I just well, you know what. Uh, for the, in the theater out of the three witches uh, it was in Bette Midler or Sarah Jessica Parker was the other lady what's her name I uh, don't know her name oh yeah I don't the know her name she either. flies on a vacuum yeah but it was it was the subtle tones like oi boy like oh <laughs> and that's what leads up to my Fran Drescher uh, obsession as well oh my god <laughs> yeah Eva doesn't understand my uh 50s smoker secretary voice like jennifer tilly fucking god. does it for me so then uh, oh, to say uh you're a big fan of uh, dr girl from from the venture brothers yes <laughs> yes like dr girl i would be totally fine with her fucking voice eric bring me <laughs> with that new york accent yeah. bring oh my god that felt so <laughs> yeah. good oh no <laughs> i don't know what you guys are talking about but i hate it what Dr. Yeah, Girlfriend from the Venture Brothers. I don't yeah. think I've ever she's seen Venture Brothers. Oh like, uh, like, she looks like Jackie O, essentially, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But she has that voice. She's like, oh, what's going on? Nope, not ringing a bell. <laughs> oh, my 
God. We've we've gone way off track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Y'all are diving into my psyche. <laughs> Anyways, I Goth have... girls are like, check it. <laughs> Talk to him in a raspy voice. Smoke more of these lucky strikes. Yeah, no shit. Non-filter. Um, I have one more story that is from a Reddit no sleep post that I'm going to read verbatim because I feel like this one is somewhat popular, but it always it always makes me laugh whenever I read it. So <laughs> okay, okay. So this is my last story. <laughs> she can't. She's already started. <laughs> <laughs> the user is Hammerhands, <laughs> and it was posted nine years ago. <laughs> All right. So from here on out, this is verbatim from. Hammer hands. <laughs> Try general, not to masturbate general, with those. Yes. General pick something like, that is totally like random and like not that funny, but she will laugh to death about it. I'm sorry. Hammer hands. That's it right there. <laughs> My cheeks hurt. Yep. <laughs> that's her thing right there. I'm sorry. I, I get it. I get it because it's not that funny, but the execution is funny. But that meme where it's it's a. Uh, it's a, a gay guy, right? And he's there eating something, and there's somebody behind the camera saying, I don't like you. And he's eating something, he's like, what? And he, like, plays it like he does not give a fuck. You have to see the meme. It is so funny. Okay, you have because to the execution to is funny. Yeah, you need to send that to me. I'm sorry, I don't... Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, hammer hands, I could whisper that into your ear. <laughs> Rand- you see? Randomly, and it's just gonna fucking burst her out. Anyways, <laughs> okay, yeah, two in the afternoon Sunday, we're doing something completely out of context, and I'll just be like, "Hammer ass, hammer ass." You know what? I already started working on the artwork for the next episode. I'm just gonna throw in some hammer hands in there. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, hammer hands post. Okay, I recently read a story about the black eyed kids. This story felt like a twisted tale of deja vu. I believe I've encountered a Beck. I've never mentioned this particular detail about the eyes to anyone for fear they would think I was fabricating the story or going crazy. The incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved to a new city with my wife. We were small-town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved cross-country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought. Never again after this. The first thing that should have tipped me off uh, to the peculiarity of this situation was the fact that someone was knocking at six in the morning. The second thing <laughs> the second thing that should have dawned on me is this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlatch and open it. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day, I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, knee-length black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. The sunglasses sunglasses at 6am struck me as odd, and even more odd, he wasn't eating an apple. He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said, no closed the door, and slid the security chain into place. A moment later, later, another knock. I opened the now-changed door, and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come, come in and, in warm, and up. warm up. No, I reply, and attempted to close the door. 
Before the door could shut, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked me directly into the eyes, still wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can, can I, I at least get, get some ketchup, ketchup for my apple? For my apple? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wouldn't have gone well in the south side. Uh, I would have been probably like, look, I'm naked in here. You're going to see some grown-ass dick. <laughs> you get the hell out of here. I ain't putting pants for nobody. It's my day off. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? <laughs> Fuck that, I reply. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, Damn. don't get it, boy. About Albate, a little confused. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> My wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let this information sink in, lowers his glasses, revealing eyes as black as obsidian, and says, No, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I force the door closed, lock it, and call out to my wife. She is scared shitless hiding in the bedroom. All jacked up on adrenaline, I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone absolutely no trace of him. I go out on the patio and check the gate. It's still latched from the inside. That was fucked up. I think to myself, and as I turn to enter the house, I notice a half-eaten apple lying on the ground. And that's it. <laughs> With an empty McDonald's ketchup packet. <laughs> yeah, well, like, McDonald's so doesn't give you ketchup. The apple, the apple was inside of the house? What? No, it was on the patio. Yeah, oh, okay. Patio. I was like... Uh... Sorry, that, that always makes me laugh whenever <laughs> I, I hear it or read again, it. You're, you're giving me vampire vibes here. Like, again. He's eating an apple. No, a psychic vampire. Oh, That's, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that was my last one. Um, okay. That was on the No Sleep forum, though, so I never take it. With the, yeah, yeah, take, take it, take it, it with a grain of salt. Yeah. 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 But, so, this is all going to lead to somewhere, mm -hmm. right? I have two stories that predate everything right because i think uh, and so let me say this i am skeptical to an extent i do believe that there are a lot of stories out there that are rooted in some type of reality right uh as unbelievable as it may sound or as uh realistic as it sounds i do think that there is a shred of truth to a lot of uh urban legends or cryptids yeah, yeah you saw something yeah it's just you know whether yeah, you sensationalize it or, or not yeah and and it really does rely on interpretation and stuff because there are encounters of these creatures that predate like everything because imagine how many like i know this is going to go a little bit of the comedic route but imagine how many not just speaking here from where we're from but imagine them going to these areas like our areas and people that in our area they don't answer the door, let alone let you in for no goddamn reason. You know how uh, a lot of the, the, the people do the door-to-door -door thing and, like, some of them are like, let's not even go to that area. It's <laughs> it's a for no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I worked for the for a certain pizza chain's call center taking delivery orders, there were some zip codes that they would just refuse to deliver to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because, like, <laughs> you already know, like, it's going to be, a, yeah. it's gonna be and then, let alone at the, that time of the night. Yeah, them yeah. going like, "Hey, let me in." The fuck, I, you know what I mean, like, I just, I assume that they had the same thing. They're like, whether they be cryptids, vampires, or aliens, they'd be like, "It's a no go after eight a.m. here." <laughs> no bueno. But I mean, with with all that said, yeah, like like you said, I mean, there, there, 
it kind of leads into what I'm trying to say also is uh, that there's just an innate uh, fight or flight in a lot of these things. But that's not the thing that I'm going to get into, right? Because all of the, all of this is going to culminate into what my theory is, all right? Okay. Because there are stories and legends that predate a lot of these encounters to begin with, even the 1951s. So the Iroquois Indians believed in a dark power called the Otcon that could take over children and uh, an evil one who would mate with human females to produce black-eyed kids. Hmm. They were chalky-skinned. And uh, pale often. These children were killed by the tribe soon after birth upon opening their eyes and revealing the black eyes. Jesus. They were also burned to stop them from resurrecting. Children were also could also be possessed if they were found wandering alone in the woods. And they would be taken over by Atkan and would reemerge with black eyes pale skin and acting nervously while repeating themselves over and over Ooh. it's reported that their goal was to destroy the tribe and infect all uh the people with otcon huh. and that's one of those stories that it, it, like i said it's gonna it's gonna it, oh man I, i'm excited to kind of reveal so, this <laughs> so that gave okay. me a shiver by the way let's say that this is primal right mm-hmm I could see that happening because what if all these like when I'm when I go through my thought process of what's going on, I mm-hmm. like to think about like well, what's what's their religious background, you know, mm-hmm. what did you know all these kind of questions to see what was actually that happened right, when right. they had this event. What if these people, every single person that has had this account with the these so called entities, what if they actually had some kind of Native American blood in them? Oh, interesting. Some type of background already like kind a, of like yeah. a like a one percent, two percent, but enough to get these entities to sniff it out, to make them the prime target, where not everybody gets it, just the specific right, right. tribe that they're oh. wanting to destroy. Interesting. Yeah. I mean it it's a possibility. Uh because like I said, I mean uh, it, you know, like after stories have traveled across continents, oceans, and uh, everything, you know they get they get changed. Uh, the telling it's the telephone game, right? It it, it yeah, changes yeah, yeah. every time it gets retold. So who knows? This could have been like an origin story that had been changed up until now, where it doesn't resemble too much of what it originally was. Yeah, it gets modernized, so, as yeah, they say. Yeah, because uh, I have another one that's a Scandinavian legend. Okay. So the Mylings are a Scandinavian legend about these uh, kids that kind of resemble them. Well, not kind of, but resemble them very much. So the Myling is said to chase lone wanderers at night and jump on their backs, demanding to be carried to the graveyard so they can rest in the hollowed ground. Mylings are thought to be enormous and apparently grow heavier as they near the graveyard to the point where any person carrying one or more could sink into the soil. Oh. If one should prove unable to make it into the cemetery, the myling kills its victims in a rage. Jesus. The word utbird means that which is uh, taken outside and refers to the practicing of abandoning unwanted children <gasps> or children born out of wedlock or parents who lack the means to take care of them. And they would uh, abandon them in the woods or in other remote places where death is almost certain to befall them. It is believed that the ghost of the child will then haunt the place where they had died 
or as told of in countless stories, the dwelling of their killers. Mylingers, though tragic, are still menacing and always depict with black hollow eyes, cruel spirits who kill many. There is a tale that tells of an old crofter that on his way home from the taverns, here's a little boy asking, Grandpa, Grandpa, can I breastfeed? The crofter initially refuses to allow it, but the boy continues, please, may I breastfeed? The boy continues to ask, and he eventually gives in and says, if you have someone to breastfeed, then do so, but you mustn't breastfeed from me. Then the boy runs away. When the crofter arrives home, he finds his daughter laying dead in bed (gasps) with blood flowing from her breasts. So there is another tale that tells that another tale that goes about one of these mylings attending a party, right? So when the party was most cheerful and the dancing was going on, a voice was heard under the floor. Oh, the tub is long. The legs are long. I want to dance one more time. And a tall, skinny boy rose up from under the floor, grabbed hold of the bride, and danced her to death. Oh. Then he disappeared. Earlier, the woman had uh, had borne a child in secret and buried it in a box under the dancing floor. Wow. Yeah. So these are all these these old legends that predate a lot of these more current ones. So you got to kind of think that, you know... Okay. It, it, Okay, I get what you're going at here now. I got okay, you. so I think we've reached the point where we're going to put out our theories. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Well, I think I've been very vocal. I believe that they are aliens and that, uh, or that they are associated with the Men in Black, which I guess should be a future episode. <laughs> yeah, because it's not just a Will Smith movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I'm fifty-fifty, but I'll let you take the last word on it. Uh, okay. I still. Strongly believe psychic vampires on it, but given the last uh, tidbits of information that my brain just went wild with, um, <laughs> I want to conclude that these are unrestly unborn spirits that were killed, okay. and they are seeking vengeance. So you would have to go through the backlog of all these people, and think, you know, mm-hmm. are these think unbeknownst to them, some of these males maybe they did have some kind of uh one night stands where their offspring was you know didn't make it or through some other process right or maybe not even them maybe just like a family member no because i think the way that i've been Mm -hmm. seeing it is that these like if you're a guy and you're out there just sowing your loins you know what i mean (laughs) sowing your seeds yeah the and maybe you have that two three five ten percent blood from that tribe Oh, spreading it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a thing that kind of, you know, happens to you. You know, the, you've, you've got that, uh, what is it, to be cheesy, that shining. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, I mean, it's uh, a good, it's a good uh, 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 like, description. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, essentially, your offspring co- uh, has your bloodline yeah, percentage yeah. and makes these entities possible that come and haunt you. And then after that. You don't let them in, and poof, they disappear. Okay, it's that one one stop thing. Like if he lets me in, that's that's what happens. But then again, psychic vampire. (laughs) Shout out to Dogman though, Texas. (laughs) Deuces. Yeah, Jesse threw a deuces before. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I am going to go with legit cryptid. Okay. And the reason why I say this is because, like I said, there sell it is... to me, baby. Sell okay. it to me. <laughs> so, aside from the fact that the description from everybody that, that everybody gives about them, right? Aside from that, everybody seems to be missing the point that I think is most important about all these encounters is the primal fear that everybody gets from this, mm -hmm. right? So, I went as far as looking up. There are five primal fears that no matter what everybody shares and this is agreed upon by the community of like psychologists yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm, I'm familiar with what yeah. you're gonna go in so the first one is extinction and that's the fear of annihilation or ceasing to exist mutilation or bodily invasion loss of autonomy separation abandonment or rejection humiliation shame or worthlessness now a lot of these encounters seem to fit into some of these in the some way. Yeah, they're in that spectrum. Exactly. So I'm going to say that they are some type of predator that pre-exists or predates or maybe coexists along with us. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, a lot of the details kind of go into this explanation, at least for me, from what I can derive, right? Like the skin not matching, the skin not uh, fitting just correctly. I mean, this could be a predator that goes mimics. forth yeah. yeah, and mimics us trying to prey on us now how it does that i don't know because there's no accounts because a lot of people say that they speculate that you know if you do actually let them in the only reason that we don't know what happens is because you disappear and you just become a statistic yeah mm. i mean that, that's, but, one of, that's one of the big things that i'm there with like there's all these accounts there's no way to investigate it like i said right, what's your religious right. background you know like da, 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 yeah. things like that that would make you understand more or less what the attack from these entities yeah we're from mm -hmm. which again like i said psychic vampires or complete and utter mm -hmm. nonsense that is just you know yeah not happening yeah. yeah and so and and that's where i'm going with this it's the fear because a lot of these people describe having this like debilitating fear mm -hmm. uh where they feel like they can't move they have to snap out of it it's it's just this intense Fear, almost sometimes even leaving them sick afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going with cryptid, if not predator, like a, a predator cryptid that that had probably been feasting on us humans for centuries. Okay. I can say it's like vampire, but just so you know, ain't nobody scared of them kids <laughs> over here. <laughs> no, I'm not saying psychic vampires. I'm literally no, no, I'm saying, saying like you seen cryptid. I'm saying like, yeah. I'm saying psychic vampires, but I'm reiterating. Ain't nobody scared of them kids over here. <laughs> Don't come over here well, with them but, black and, guys. And that's the other thing, too, though, is I got to kind of side with my sister also. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I mean, that is one of the more common things Wait. in alien and abductions. What if they're like Jeeper Creeper style where they smell it? And that's why that's how they target out their people. Yeah. And they're like, nah, this guy. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I smell Lone Star. <laughs> God, flaming hot Fritos, no. <laughs> go, go, go. The fucking Uncle Rico over there not going to him. <laughs> so that's my personal belief. And and that's surprising to me because I got to go with like the facts that are laid out there. Mm -hmm. Is that the, the simple fact that a lot of these accounts, aside from just the description of these kids, the, the feeling that they get of this intense fear is is the more common thing and i know that doesn't explain uh the hypnosis or any of that but i mean like i said 
some some predators use methods of lure to get you yeah, know yeah yeah but, so but my thing would be like uh if it's aliens you know would these people you know tested for radioactivity because of you know the there was oh, that yeah. one account where the person said that they developed these nosebleeds and whatnot mm-hmm. you know and aggressive skin cancer yeah, you know and like stuff. yeah you know, they yeah. were you know geiger tested for stuff like that you know the, the areas where they said well i mean i i wouldn't i wouldn't initially put that thought process in there after experiencing this because you, well, you know, yeah, like yeah. there's I'm nothing to hint the, at that, as the victim. Know? I'm saying as like as a investigator, like oh, you would right, think, like right. okay, so this is happening. It's Geiger tested. See if it's a common <laughs> uh, thing going on. Like if yeah. there's any kind of there, there has to be. If these are aliens of some sort, how it's always stated, you know, you're gonna yeah. get something off. Of it. I just want to go back to what I was saying. I genuinely think this is just like a creepy pasta thingy. But if it were to be true, I think it would it would be aliens. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm saying the yeah. same thing. It's just a a, a creepy pasta that oh you yeah know, yeah snowballed. But it was the original creepy pasta. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, this was '96. I mean, I mean, if if people aren't familiar with cr- what creepy pastas are, which I'm assuming you do at this point, if you're not familiar with the history, originally creepy pasta was a uh what would you call it where you're shortening a word um, it's not an abbreviation I right no well so originally the term was copy paste and oh. then eventually it was derived into creepy pasta yeah. which is kind of you know yeah, the, the melding of words yeah. yeah so uh yeah and this was right there at the forefront i mean people kind of consider this like the the founding father of creepypastas yeah you would uh, a lot of aspiring writers would throw that out there see the reaction mm-hmm. and then they would work on their bodies of work to be yeah, like yeah i yeah. got a good response kind of thing um yeah. i don't know like it, it, it gave us a lot of good stuff out there yeah there's definitely like there's a whole bex uh subreddit already <laughs> if you if you look for bex in uh, no sleep you get a lot of really good stories and uh poor sal i've been reading those stories to him as bedtime stories because i know he doesn't know what's going on god damn i'm all he does <laughs> I, but and but that's like how i'm like getting some of my my reading in is like when i need to be telling him bedtime bedtime stories i'm telling him about bex you need to do a comic for our ig account like the adventures of cryptids and sal yeah they're like what <laughs> Why? Why does that respond so goodly to the, the supernatural? We have no idea. Then flashback like, to where she's reading them, like and la, <laughs> and la Llorona led the child into the lake. He, he does have a book of La Llorona, oh but it's a God. counting book. See, and and I picture right, like one your, children, the, <laughs> two children. I, I have a I have a vision. Right, like of the panel where La Llorona is trying to lure Sal into the lake, right? And she finally gets him out there, and then the smile comes across his face, and he's dragging her down oh into the God. water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my puppy. <laughs> and she's knows. just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, he is a cryptid. Yeah, she's oh, all like, oh, crap. I'm gonna keep him. I stay with him for the rest of my life. No, boogum, boogum. <laughs> let him get air. <laughs> Anywho's okay. Well, I think that can wrap up the episode, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. And this one was a lot of fun. Yeah, it definitely I, was. I think this was uh, the one that I've enjoyed the most lately because of the good amount of no sleep 
posts I was able and, to read. And the hammer hands. Yeah, hammer hands. <laughs> I was about to say, say it, hammer hands. Look at her fucking cheesy smile. I'm just like, I I know it's so stupid, but I, I literally just think of little forearms and then hammers. God. Look, okay. I'm just I'm just picturing goth lady, black eyed, black eyed goth ladies. Uh-huh. There's a bunch Ooh. of them out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, you can find us on September 18th, uh, which should be the the Saturday after this episode airs. We're going to be at the San Antonio Paranormal Fest. Yeah, and, um, come visit us. Yeah, and hopefully, I'm going to hopefully have, a, I think I said this last time, a recorder so that I could get some in-person uh stories recorded and we can share them on the podcast sadly i won't be there i'll be in the dungeon locked up um <laughs> with our drop, cryptid son yeah with our cryptid son uh <laughs> dropped off whatever baked goods or uh, portraits you have of me or uh-huh. anything else you know you feel like i might need in this uh dungeon down here remember it's me that it's coming through it's very dark down here um the microphone is lowered down <laughs> into a hole system. yeah i am giving crayons and it's it's very lonely down here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. send waifu pillows <laughs> all um all right well uh, make sure to send in your stories uh, for us to read on the podcast. You can send those to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com or you can message us them through Facebook or Instagram. Both of those again are at let's chat paranormal. All right, guys. I uh, hope to see you guys next week and have a good time. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.